Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to empowering every woman to live a vibrant, fulfilling, experience-seeking, and healthy life. It is my pleasure to have Meredith on the podcast today. She is a runner. She's a mom of two. She has a third on the way. And I'm just so excited to learn more about you, Meredith. So welcome. Thank you, Gina. Thank you. It's, it's really a pleasure to, to be here. I've enjoyed learning about um, the other people you've had on your podcast. Um, and it's, it's just a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm so glad that you could take a few moments to chat with me today. I'm looking forward to it. Before we get rolling, um, would you get the listeners just a little more in-depth background on who you are, Meredith? Sure. Um, I think this is, I know you have an active community, so there's a lot more to me than, um, than just discussing running, but, um, but I'm a runner. Um, and I, I, I like trail and road running. Um, I find that trail running fits better with my current stage of life with kids as far as training. Um, but, um, I enjoy, I enjoy doing ultra marathons. That's, um, that's been my, my most recent pursuits in motherhood, um, chasing ultra marathon goals. Um, also parenthood being, being a mom is the most important thing to me. That's what um, my husband and I prioritize right now, but it's really great that our family fits into that really nicely. We have an active family, so I'm, I'm a working mom. Um, so we just try to do everything that we can and, um, and enjoy the process. And, um, you know, it's easy. It's, you can't you can't stress too much about the little stuff when you've got a lot going on. So, That's um, right. Yeah. yeah, I totally relate to that one. I often think about that how how it really does sharpen our focus for what really matters when yes. when things are a bit chaotic. So that's a silver lining, right? right? Um, that's a silver yeah. lining. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Meredith and I connect on this because she has a third on the way, and I have four, and so we both know what it's like to be busy and balancing a lot of things um, joyfully, right? Well, but, you know, yeah. I'm not quite there yet. Yeah, you're pretty manageable, but I'm, uh, yeah, anticipating the third's going to tip us over a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all good. Um, you know, you get through it, and then, like like we said, it sharpens your focus for the things that really mm-hmm, matter. That's right. So, um, yep. yeah, well, and, and as a way of introduction, too, I wondered if you could speak a little bit to um, your, your faith and what that has done for you and your approach to training as a runner. Um, before we get into some of the more, more intimate questions about struggles and that sort of thing, tell us about your faith-based training approach. I know you no longer have your journal available, but sort of tell us how, how you got to that place and, you know, what, what caused you to publish that journal that you had, et cetera, Meredith. Yeah, I have. So I started, um, uh, say, a, say a few years ago, um, my, my oldest was 18 months. So, um, about four years ago, created a training journal called the devoted training. And, um, I, I came up with that just because I, I realized in my own training that I do so much better when I keep my focus on God. Um, if it becomes about me, then I stress too much. My, I lose my, my focus. My priorities are not right. Um, it's just my, my purpose isn't there. Um, so I have found that I do so much better when I can focus on God and, and his creation. He created our bodies to move. He wants to celebrate with us when we have our victories and when we have um, struggles in our, in, whether in our running or if there's something else, you know, we, stre- we know stress is stress. If there's something else, God cares about that too. And I just found that my performance is so much better when I focus on God. And, and it's not just about performance. You know, I think it, it softens the blow as well. I've had bad races and that wasn't, you know, it wasn't a bust knowing that I had grown my faith through the process. Um, so I started the journal just to help point, point 
myself towards God. I, I had looked for something similar um, to a training journal that was faith-based, and I didn't find anything at the level that I wanted. Um, I don't, I won't, I'm not an elite <laughs> by any means, but training is, is a big part of my life, and I wanted something that would um, that would match that but also be faith-based. So I created the journal, and um, I've actually had two iterations, uh, and I've met just wonderful, mostly women, um, because that tends to be who I attract as a female mom runner. Yeah. Um, but I've just met so many people in this community and it's built me up so much and it's helped, helped strengthen my faith and it's helped um, grow me as a runner as well, just having that community. But um, I have I have absolutely found that um, that racing, training and racing is has so much more purpose to it when I can invite God in and share that with him. You know, running, running can be a really selfish endeavor. <laughs> Um, but when we include our creator in that, I think that it just helps refocus us yeah. and, um, and reprioritize. Yeah, I really love that. I, I mean, I think it hasn't really been discussed a whole lot on the podcast, but I think it's such an important um, piece to focus on is this celebration of our bodies that we were created right, for a purpose. Yeah. And yeah, and I talk about this with my close girlfriend all the time, how, you know, when we're out there and maybe we're having a bad day or a bad run or whatever, but just refocusing and remembering how grateful we are for our bodies that were given to us for a purpose and we're out there able to move them. Um, I think that that is, is super special and keeping that focus on our creator, um, which I love. And I, I'm excited to, to get even more into it as we continue through the discussion. So thank you for sharing that with us. You'll have to let us know when you decide to publish more copies of the journal. <laughs> so keep yeah, us posted. I, it really, yeah, thank you. I, I, I still um, would like to train that way. So I, I just, with the third on the way, and I would like to do it differently and, you know, keep on growing in a different, different way. Um, but thank you. I'm, I'm glad. Thank you for that encouragement. I'm glad that it's something that would be would be desired. Yeah. Awesome. Well, great. So I know you're an ultra ultra marathoner and I know that mm-hmm. that alone pre- presents incredible challenges. Um, so I'm interested to hear a little bit more from you, Meredith, about some of the challenges you faced, whether as a runner and ultra marathoner um, or just in your life that you feel like have really kind of shaped you um, to handle, you know, future struggles and, and what's lying ahead for you. I, th- I think I mean, you have so many incredible women on your um, on your podcast interviews who have gone through adversity of health health problems things like that that they've overcome. I don't have anything like that. I think the biggest thing that I've overcome um, for for training would be being a mom and having to fit it in family life and training. And then of course when you're out there on the course, you've got adversity whether yeah. you, you can't eat anything and you're at mile thirty and you've got a hundred miles to go. You know. Just, um, you know, the, things like that. But I think for me, my biggest, um, the biggest thing that I have to overcome is, is trying to find ways to, to fit in my passion with my family so that it works for my kids and my husband. And, um, and you know, it, I've had to let go of a lot of, I'm, I'm typically an A-type personality. Um, having kids kind of breaks you of that, <laughs> um, you know. Um, I laugh because you know, it's hopefully so true. Training happens. <laughs> yeah. yes. um, and, you know, isn't that, it's so liberating, isn't it? It's really nice um, to just be, to just go, you know, realize you have to go with it. You know, I do a bunch of stroller running. I have the, the two girls, so we pushed, I pushed the double stroller, Um I ran, uh, thankfully, I had a race last September that did go on. It was a trail running race, and the trails are a little bit um, less crowded than road racing. So I had a, a race last year, and 50% of my training was with the double stroller. 
and the girls would go with me 10 miles at a time. Uh, uh, we would run to a playground and would let them play and then, you know, push that thing back home. But that was really great training for just your mind. You know, things don't always go the way you, you want them to. And um, just making it work. We have a we, we've created a home gym so that we can work. My husband and I can work out at home with the girls around. You know, we do we do what we can. It's not always like the best training, but it's what we are able to do. Um, with family and prioritizing family time. So, yeah. um, you know, yeah. just making making that work and connecting with other moms who, who also are trying to make it work um, that way has been really, really special. Yeah. Um, and then out there on the trail, there's definitely a lot that can go wrong if you're out there for 24 hours. Um, you know, most of the time it has to do with nutrition. <laughs> if you can't eat, then you can't. Um, it's, it's hard to, to keep pushing yourself. That's been my, my biggest struggle, but it could be, you know, you twist an ankle or something like that and you have to um, overcome. Yeah. Um, you know, this is, uh, I think so many things that you just said are resonating for me and I think will resonate with other mothers in, in particular. And one is that this, this conversation around like liberating yourself from those type A tendencies. And what I really mm-hmm. hear in that Meredith is actually just giving yourself a little bit more grace because I, I, I think that we, we tend to be very hard on ourselves, you know, and a lot mm-hmm. of us, um, who have been running, you you know, for a long time or gotten really into running, we, you know, we're putting pressure to, to have the, you know, improved times and, you know, we're wanting all these things of ourselves. And then we realize that sometimes we just have to let go and, and let God. Right. Um, and so I think that's a beautiful, a beautiful thing that you're right does come from motherhood, but I would extend to, to anyone out there who realizes that you are being hard on yourself to just take a moment to step back and, it just, it is liberating to just give yourself the space to breathe a bit, you know, and um, to not be so hard on yourself and think about the things that truly matter. And it's okay to let a few of the other things go. Um, And it does make a huge difference. But so that was an amazing piece here. And I'm hearing too, that running has really shaped you as a person, especially in those long distances. Um, And can you, can you speak to that a little bit more? Do you feel like running has shaped you as a, as a mother, um, you know, as a person, wife, friend, in what ways has, has it done that for you, Meredith? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, um, and, and you're right on about the giving yourself grace. Um, and it, that's more a more sustainable approach too. I, I want, I'm in this for life, hopefully. Um, and I definitely, you know, you, you have to give yourself grace to keep on enjoying it. Um, I, I think seeing that I've done hard things, and that could be someone who gets up every morning and, and does CrossFit or someone who gets up every morning and just gets, you know, puts on their running shoes, um, goes for a walk, just having the thing that you've had the discipline to to follow through with something um, just shows you in so many other areas of life that you know, I could do hard things. For me, I have pushed through 100 miles with, you know, blisters on my feet, you know, tough, tough conditions. Uh, and been able to to finish the race and, um, you know, pumping on the side of the trail. Seeing that, that I can do that, like pumping in an airport is nothing to me anymore. I have pumped on the side of a trail with my little cooler bag. Um, wow. You know, just, just having gone through that type of thing, like, we don't, um, I say this, um, now that we've gone through a pandemic, it's a little bit different, but we don't typically have that much adversity in our lives. Um, thankfully, you know, we live in a, in a great you know, a country where we're, we have lots of provision, but, but when you push yourself in a sport, I, I think that you get a taste of that adversity and you see yourself overcoming it and just gaining that confidence. You can carry that on to other, other aspects of life. 
Yeah. And you can build lessons for your kids as well. Oh my gosh, totally. And you know, I think I would I would even take it one step further and say for even for those who are just starting to run and like, you know, hitting some of those small goals, you know, running a mile without yeah. without stopping, just these small goals too, even those yeah. reinforce um that we can follow yeah. through like you said and that we can do hard things and that there's I really believe so much more strength inside us that we we continue to realize throughout our lifetime. You know, we continue to mm-hmm. unravel those lo- those layers of strength. Um, and it can be very powerful. So, um, well, awesome. So speaking of mental skills and sort of developing strength and realizing how strong we really are, when you're having a bad day, Meredith, um, what mental skills in particular do you draw on or what do you draw on to help you through? I think that there, so, so one, just thinking like acknowledging that this is a tough, this is a tough situation is important. Um, and thinking like I've, I've done hard things before, but I, the, the biggest thing for me personally is just invite God in whatever it is that I'm going through. He cares. Like I know he might, he's a big God. He created the universe. He created us. And there are lots of other big things going on in the world, but God cares about the little things. He cares about my day going poorly. He cares about my run going poorly. He cares about the little things. And I think when you invite God in, it just, um, it gives more value to it. I think it gives extra perspective to it. Um, gives more purpose to it and it just recenters your identity and um, so that's that's personally what what helps me whether it's running related or just you know a tough day at home yeah I agree Um, inviting God in yes can make all the difference I you know I often think about too um, that God knows us better than we know ourselves sometimes, you know, and mm-hmm. there's just that mm-hmm. tender love. It gets me choked up sometimes because I'm so used to caring for everyone else <laughs> in my life. So and true. yeah. Right. And just to think about that tender love that God has for us. Um, and you know, try to feel that in those moments and know that we're okay, that he's got us. Um, Mm-hmm. So beautiful stuff. Um, okay, let's shift just a little bit. I know you talked about the power of connecting with other moms and how valuable that has been in your journey as a as a running mother. Um, and I wonder if you have any more specific examples to share about how you've witnessed the power that we as women have to help other women in our lives. Uh, so a story, um, but the race that I ran last this last September, there was a woman I had, um, it's rare in, um, in, in, well, I guess a lot of running, but like in, in ultra marathons, there are a lot fewer women than men. And part of that is because it is harder for women of our age to get committed to something that's that, um, time consuming. So a lot of times I'm running with a bunch of guys, um, the moms are at home with their, um, at home with their family, supporting their husbands. This, this has been my experience. But mm-hmm. this past race that I ran, the race director made a concerted effort to have as close to 50-50 female-to-male ratio. It was amazing. They um, they gave discounts to females. And they let females sign up first. And they really advocated for women to sign up for this race. So I started this race, um, and the, they, they did it in waves. So I was in the top 10. And they were... I think four or five females in the top 10 wave that they, they sent off. And there were two other ladies that I ran with for 18 miles in the beginning. And that is unheard of to have that kind of company in the beginning. Um, And then we got to an aid station and I I had to, I met my husband and I had to pump. So those other ladies ran on um, and I hit a really low spot around mile 30 and made it into an aid station. I think the aid station was around mile 40. I want to say, 
Um, and one of the women I had run with before was also hitting a low spot and she said, I'm going to drop. And I said, no, 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 you're not going to drop run with me. She was in better condition, but mentally she was not, she was not there, but I was physically not okay. My stomach had had turned South. And so together one was mentally strong and one was physically strong. Um, we went out and we ran two loops together. We ran about 20 miles together and picked her. I mean, like I, by the end of our loops together, she was strong and she took off and, and finished the race. She finished about five minutes before me. Um, I didn't see her again, but she, you know, in, in the trail, um, she, she finished strong and, um, and finished the race where she had just called her husband and told him that she was going to drop out. And I was, in a very bad place when I ran up and met up with her as well. And she pushed me through those, um, those through the night loops. Um, and so that was just so powerful to, to see the encouragement. It wasn't, we weren't competitive with each other. We were just, just trying to encourage each other in the ways that we both were, you know, our strength at the time. Um, so in, that's a race scenario that was just um, really, a really neat, uh, experience to be able to run with her and get to know her. I mean, the wee hours of the night, um, headlamps, <laughs> um, going to the bathroom in the woods, you know, just yeah. together trying to make it through. Um, just really incredible to have that experience because it really is rare um, in trail running to, to have that opportunity with other females. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah. And she's a mom too. Whether or not she had been a mother, it was, you know, we, she was in, amazing strong female I, I got to hear so many stories from her during our laps through the night um just really really an incredible experience you know while we're out there suffering um yeah. just to connect like that oh my gosh I think it's I think it's so amazing. And just to think that you didn't know this person before, you know, you just meet out there and then you come together and it's sort of like this yin and yang, you know, you were suffering a little bit physically. She was suffering a little bit mentally and you're able to come together um, and sort of balance each other out and run those miles together. I mean, I think that is so incredible and it just makes me think of the dualities in life and how we have to balance the ups and the downs and the good times and the bad, Mm -hmm. the joys and the challenges and just the way that you two were able to come together and you were strangers I mean it's just yeah it's just awesome um and I think I had you know if I didn't say something about the mental aspect here um I I would be remiss because I do I you know our active Resolute Connected um, is designed to bring women to running, to empower them, and to support them through our free eight-week program. It's a nonprofit, and I really focus on the mental benefits of running um, and how powerful it can be um, to to have these mental benefits. But what I want to talk about um, now, what you just said, is that mentally she was struggling, and she had she had the physical ability. And this is just um, it, it, it's so clear that we we have to keep we have to keep our mental health in check as well. Not that she, you know, not that I don't think it's appropriate to be struggling on an ultra run, for goodness sakes, with some, you know, with some, some mental hurdles, but, but how important um, our, our mental um, health is to, for our functioning in life, especially when we're facing a struggle. Um, and I, and I think it's really cool that you, you had that mental strength um, to help the two of you push through. Um, super amazing and awesome stuff there. Thank you for sharing that story. Um, okay. So a couple more questions before we wrap up um, I know that you talked a lot about prioritizing your family and it's clear that you're um, that you prioritize your children and your husband are there any other priorities that you would want to share with our listeners I think it's so interesting to hear this from runners oh that's a, that's an interesting question of, of course you know, talked about my faith I think 
if I did not integrate my faith into my running, um, it would, it, it would become much more of a selfish endeavor and, um, my purpose would, would shift and I want my purpose to be towards Christ, um, and, and growth in that direction. So, so that's, my faith is a very important, um, nutrition. We, um, I really, um, love to cook and I really care about what I put in my body. Um, and I think running and being active has helped that because I, I see the, the direct benefit of fueling and taking care of my body in that way. And, um, so that's cooking. I, I, I really nutrition. I, I really like like cooking, and it's more rewarding that I get to see the the benefits uh, through being active. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I also prioritize. Love it. Yep, and it does make a difference what we put in our bodies. We all slip from time to time, but it does make yeah. a difference. Oh, oh, you have to indulge. That's part. Yeah, that's the yin and the yang, right? Totally. <laughs> so of course, I, I indulge. I I love. I sleep. I eat sleep. I don't restrict. You know, I don't believe in. You know. Eat, we um, eat a lot, but we try to just fill ourselves with, with goodness when we can. Yeah, so. I love that. And you know yeah. what, Meredith? I like cannot, I mean, I nursed twin babies, but I cannot imagine trying to continue to keep your milk supply and all those those things. When you're an ultra marathoner and you're pumping on the side of a trail, that's incredible. So you must really have to stay on top of your nutrition and hydration, right, to, to keep everything in check. Yeah, I, I've, I've never had a problem with milk supply, so it's easy for me to say, like, yeah, nutrition and hydration. I know that those are really important. Um, I think that there, there's so many other components that that make that work, and I think genetics is a big part of that, too. So I can't take credit that I just eat and drink really well so that I get to keep up with breastfeeding. Um, I've had babies who don't sleep through the night at all, and so I think that that's also like that's like the power pump, right? Just all through the night with a baby on my breast. Yep, yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, you know, there are a lot of a lot of things that go into it. Um, I've had a flexible schedule where I haven't had to have five days in the office. I've just I've been able to be at home for part of that, um, and that helps. But yeah, absolutely, hydration and nutrition. Um, contribute and you do have to keep on top of it. So much of endurance sport is nutrition. And I have been breastfeeding for, I mean, breastfeeding or pregnant since 2015. And so I I would be, I really, um, I love this stage of life, but it will be really rewarding when my body is not being used for that. And running, I can see where running goes for me when I'm not totally. um, at that deficit as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, and this is just such a great testament for anyone out there who's listening right now and is in the midst of all of it. You, it can be done. It can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And you can still, you know, continue with your running and pursue, you know, pursue those dreams and endeavors um, and still and be a mom. And, you know, it's a balancing act. But, um, well, wonderful. As we wrap up, Meredith, is I, I just want to give you the opportunity if there are any other words of encouragement you would like to put out there to other women who might be listening today. Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that um, not to limit yourself by what other people are doing, whether that's oh. that you see that someone else has this big goal and you feel overwhelmed and, and that yours is, you know, your goal is not enough. Or whether somebody says, you know, like, you shouldn't run that much when you're pregnant or you shouldn't run that much when, you know, follow your doctor, you know, listen to your body. But I, I think sometimes um, it, it, social media can be really encouraging, but it can also um, make us put limits on ourselves. I, I wasn't on social media when I was pregnant with my first and I ran through pregnancy without thinking anything of it. And then I got pregnant with my second and I was on social media. And, you know, to hear comments like, well, oh, you're, you know, like, 
wow, you're running through, I mean, now I think a lot more people run through pregnancy, but postpartum too, you know, just, I think um, you have to set your, your own um, goals and limits based on what's right for you and your family. I, I know so many people have told me like, when you have kids, you won't be able to train or working, you know, you won't be able to work the same. And I, I think that, um, you know, sometimes we just have to find what's right for our family. Our girls, love the stroller. Um, I went on a hike with them today. Like they love going out and doing adventures. Not every kid is like that, but mine are. And so I don't, you know, if I had just assumed that it wouldn't work out, then I would have really limited myself. So I think that that's the biggest thing, you know, just um, be careful who you're looking to the right and the left to um, when you're deciding what's right for you and your family and what goals, you know, pursue your passions. I, another thing, you know, it's, I'm such a better wife and mom that I have, running that I have this, you know, an identity outside of just being wife and mom and my family supports that so much, um, is, is another big one for me just to, um, to not let, not limit yourself in that way either. It's, you know, it, it can be viewed as selfish. I think that it's also really important to have self care and to, um, to pursue things, whether it's like I said, early CrossFit or, um, getting in your run in the morning. I think it's, it's really important to have that self care. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I love it so much that, um, you know, the thought don't put limits on yourself, especially based on what other people are doing. If we can just break through free of that, um, I think it, it can be life changing, um, to not let, you know, our goals and our dreams, our desires, our joys, all of those things to not let it be shaped by other people in the outside world, because, um, it, it really, we are all unique and different special human beings with different gifts. And I just, I love that so much. I mean, it's one of the big things for me too on this podcast is to put out there to women that you don't have to be just one thing. You don't have to put limits on yourself um, about what you can do. You don't have to be just a mother taking care of your children. If that's what you would like to do, that is wonderful. But you can be a runner. You can pursue your passions. You can live a big, vibrant, full life. And your children will be, be better for it. Um, so I love right. it. Thank you so much for that. Um, and yeah, I have just a couple little um, rapid fire questions at the end here just to put a little more uh, positivity out there. But before we do that, if you would like to share, um, Meredith, with our listeners how they can find you or get connected, I'll give you the opportunity to do that as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, the, I had two accounts. Um, one is my devoted training account, which is where we got connected. I don't, I don't post there very often. Um, it's something that I would love to resurrect when I am not pregnant <laughs> in this phase of life. Um, but I, I would love to, to start coaching from, from that site. So I've got devoted training, but the one that I'm most active on is running with cadence. Um, cadence is my oldest daughter. Um, so running with, at running with cadence is my Instagram account that I, where I post our daily, daily stuff. Um, so that's the best way to reach me. Awesome. Um, my name is Meredith. Um, but, but my account is my oldest daughter. I love it. Thank you for that. All right. So I encourage any listeners to go out there and, and follow Meredith and um, get connected. Um, okay. So a few quick little questions. I know we talked about priorities, but I wanted to hear now from you, Meredith, just simple little things in your day-to-day life that bring you joy. Um, I make homemade bread. <laughs> and, um, we actually grind, gr- we, we grind our own wheat and, um, and make homemade bread. And so that is my favorite thing that I eat all day. Um, I eat before I run, I eat like as soon as my feet hit the floor, I'm like breakfast and coffee. Um, so I'd eat like a very, a, a large enough slice of toast that I'm not sure it fit, will fit in the toaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's, that's my favorite, 
my favorite like things um, to eat. And, and I love it that, you know, we're putting that goodness in our bodies. I think that's awesome. I, I don't think I've heard before a big enough slice of toast that, d- that does not, it almost does not fit in the toaster. <laughs> I love that. Actually growing yeah. up, my mom made bread every day. So I probably can relate to that more than most people because I don't think, although there was, you know, the bread making frenzy during the height of the pandemic. Um, I, right. But yeah, I can definitely relate um, as a kid and oh, the freshly made bread out of the, out of the oven. Um, super yummy. Um, okay. Next question. So this is a complete the sentence. Okay, so this is going out to all of our listeners, and it's a complete the sentence. Never forget. I think I said this earlier, um, but I think it's important um, that God cares about all the little things. I loved how you talked about how He it has a tender love for us, but I think it's so important to not forget. I think when we when we hit a crisis, when we hit adversity, um, it's easy to get really overwhelmed. But just to to remember, and I think when we can. Re- reprioritize and, and remember our identity in Christ. I think that that is, that helps us get through anything that we're having to work through, whether it's celebrating something or whether it's having to go through a crisis and grief, pain. Um, I think if we can um, remember to invite God into that situation, um, that is how, like my faith is how I've been able to get through the the tough parts and the, the, the good parts of life. Yeah. I can't imagine not having, that when when things get tough so beautiful and i couldn't agree more um awesome well perfect um perfect segue to the very last question or the you know the last complete this sentence and it's um complete this sentence meredith you can well i i will say this just to the um the niche that is the the community that i um that i connect with most is um, well, I say mother runners, my, my running partner, my local running partner is not a mom and she does phenomenal. She has worked in healthcare throughout this whole last year. Um, but, um, but I will say as, as, as moms, like it, you, you can, it's okay to focus on yourself. You can focus on yourself and give yourself, um, you know, the, the time to run, the time to get in your workout, um, that you'll be a better person for it. Um, but to, to give yourself the space for that self-care, I think is just so important. Um, I think a lot of moms hear how hard it would be um, or feel like it's selfish or feel like their kids won't, you know, they they don't have the room that their kids wouldn't allow for it. Um, But I would challenge any mom to, to just try to give yourself that space and that, you know, set goals and, um, and see how you can make it work. It might be challenging. I mean, we've got challenges, but um, just the reward and including if you can include your kids, great. Um, drop them off at a, you know, at a um, at preschool and then head out for where you're in, whatever you can do. But I, I think it's really important as females that we also prioritize, prioritize ourselves. I feel like so often um, we associate guilt with having things that bring us joy. And um, it's just really important as individuals, you know, that our kids see us doing things that help us grow and um, and we're so much stronger and better people when we can you know, finish that run, take a shower, you know, just feel really good about ourselves. Yes. Uh, full circle back to the beginning on this one for me, because it's it's making me think back on our, our, our first few minutes of speaking and talking about liter- liberating ourselves from, you know, mm-hmm. from being so hard on ourselves and, and also 
you know, in this, in this vein, liberating ourselves from any guilt we may feel for taking care of ourselves because truth be told, it's going to make us better moms and better people. Um, if we invest in ourselves, it's, you're so right on. I love it. Perfect message. Thank you so much for that. And, um, I've really enjoyed this conversation, Meredith. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It's it's incredible when you talk about investing in ourselves. You invest in in so many women and helping show them that they can do it, but also through your program is just so amazing that you show them the steps to actually create change. It's just such a phenomenal thing that you're doing. So it's very, very cool. Really um, excited to um, to talk to you and to learn more about what you do is, is just super phenomenal. Awesome. Thank you, Meredith. And yes, thank you listeners for coming on this ride with us today. I hope that you got some new perspective and um, some pieces of advice that will help you through if you are struggling today. Um, Listen to what Meredith was saying and um, make sure that you don't limit yourself by what other people are doing, that you take a moment and invite God into the tough situations, Um, that you're careful and that you, who you're looking to at your right and your left that you surround yourself with empowering, strong women. We believe in you. We are so much stronger together. Let's lift each other up. Connected, we can rise.